Welcome to The Austin Approach. I'm your co-host, Bryce Doobie. And I am your co-host, Michelle Lai. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Michelle, we're going to jump right out the gate here. Uh, we're doing this one a little bit different this week. Um, we've got a, a third person here with us. Uh, it's a familiar voice. If you have listened to the show, there's never been a name associated with it, but we are joined by... I guess the the most regular voice on the show. Um, yes. He does our mid mid episode breaks and our closes at the end. The always delightful Jason Zelinsky. Hey guys, uh, great to be joining you. Always delightful. That's very nice. <laughs> but you are always delightful. <laughs> uh, hey, that's what I'm saying. But uh, Bryce wants to say otherwise. So let's go with it. Hey, there there is a reason we we picked you when we were working on this in the very beginning. It's like we need someone who's going to be able to like read these things off and give descriptions for all this stuff. So you, you were, you were a perfect choice uh, to be able to do all of that for us. So we've appreciated it. Um, this episode is actually super unique. Also it's um, we're recording it as a, a little early as we always do, but it's going to be going out on February 3rd, which is literally the one year to the day anniversary of our very first episode. So happy anniversary, Michelle. Happy anniversary. <laughs> What a fun day for all of us, eh? Happy anniversary, Bryce. One whole year. Well done, us. It has been crazy. We have done so much with this podcast over the, this time. Um, I know we did it kind of at the year in review at the end uh, of 2021 and talked a little bit about it. But we've had over 4,700 listeners on this show Wow! Uh, across all these episodes. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And they're from all over the world. I think that's been the most interesting thing is kind of looking at like the statistics and we can kind of see like the distribution of who's listening where. So like shout out to all the folks we've got. I mean, not, it's not, I always say it was, eh, it'll just be a bunch of folks from Texas listening to this thing. And it's like, no, we have the like people in Canada who listen. We have people in the UK. We have people all across Europe, whoop, whoop. Uh, in India, Australia, Kenya, uh, Brazil. Uh, and then in the U S I, again, I, like I thought kind of just, Texas, maybe, but we we are in every single state except for Wyoming, Montana, uh, North Dakota, and Nebraska and Vermont. Okay, what do, what do all of those states have in common? Jason, Bryce, I feel like we need to Google it. Dun, 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 dun. We need to do some marketing in those states, obviously. But we've got a dedicated we've got dedicated listeners in, in I mean Michigan. <laughs> we've had like fifty something downloads, and in California, six hundred downloads. Wow, there there are people. Literally across California, the country. man. That's what I'm talking about. But I need we need to break into the Wyoming market, people. <laughs> this needs well, I to guess happen. I, need to go, I guess I need to go visit those states because I'll have to tell you guys, I've been a big fan and listened since day one. And so congratulations on your one year anniversary. I think Aww. it's just amazing what you guys have done, you know, taking a concept and an idea and developing it all the way out to what you've done and to uh, share such great content with everybody and behind the scenes because airports are so unique and so different uh, from any other walk of life in any other industry, really. And, and people don't know that until you really, uh, you know, walk in our shoes or, or get that badge and, and go through uh, all the training and, and become an airport employee. So I just tip of the hat to you guys. Aww. Man, I don't know what to say after that. I, I was about to go into the whole, I've been to Jackson Hole in Wyoming, and I, I, I demand somebody somewhere to tune in from Wyoming. <laughs> we need to make some calls, right? We need to make some, Jason, call your people, for goodness sake. <laughs> I'm, hurt, I'm hurt we have no listeners in Vermont, because I have family in Vermont. <laughs> That's your fault, buddy. <laughs> Golly. All right, Bryce's family. This is a shout out to Bryce's family. Uh, yeah. the, the March episode needs to have <laughs> a download from Vermont. <laughs> but speaking of great content, uh, we've got uh, some some exciting news that's really come up. Um, just kind of just to jump into the show, I guess. Um, we have some new air service announcements for folks getting ready this summer, which are super exciting. More? Uh, I mean, this is exhausting. Talk to me. Yeah. So last week, yeah, last week we talked, we've got, uh, or last episode we talked about Virgin Atlantic coming. Um, but just the other day, American Airlines announced that they are going to be bringing nonstop service to um, Cozumel. So we're going to have two routes launching this summer there, which is going to be some great travel options for folks down in Mexico, which I didn't realize. I just thought it was in Mexico, but it's an island. It's a Caribbean island that's part of Mexico. So uh, me always being a fan of traveling to islands in the Caribbean, that is 
a great opportunity. Additionally, they're going to be launching our first ever flight to Montego Bay, Jamaica. <gasps> oh, yes. Montego Bay. Wasn't that that song? What's that song? I don't know. Sing the whole thing for us. I, I would <laughs> if I could, but <laughs> I don't know the <this> song. <laughs> nice. Yeah. When does, when does that start? June 11th. So we're so going to have soon. That's not too far yeah, away. Tickets are on sale now for all of those, as well as on the Southwest one as well, which is launching in summer. So we're going to have some really awesome destinations coming up. I mean, it was really interesting. We sort of saw that trickle when we first announced that uh, one to NASA on the Bahamas last year. Yep. And we're seeing more and more of these pop up. So we, we get it, Austin. You, you guys want to go to the Caribbean. So uh, I want to go airlines. to the Caribbean. I think it's amazing how many new leisure non-stops that we've been able to to add here uh, in Austin over the last kind of four or five years. I think kind of uh, British Airways seemed to really open up the uh, the can, so to speak, of um, being able to provide so many international and and nonstop new routes. And uh, it's it's just been great to to be able to offer so many new leisure destinations. Yeah, I think that's really the thing we're seeing coming out of the pandemic. It's that that trend now is everyone's getting back out there and things. And it's interesting you you have good perspective on all that, Jason, because uh, we didn't actually introduce what who you are and what you do. We just kind of said, "Hey, he's the voice on the show you've heard all the time." Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do here at the airport? Yeah, I, I have a job at the airport, and I do something, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> pays the bills. No, I'm blessed to um, to basically uh, be the the airport videographer. Um, I'm the only person and, and I was able to start a new program in 2017, uh, after kind of serving, um, in the same role that, that you've had Bryce for a, a long time, about eight years prior to that in the public information office and thoroughly enjoyed that and, and got to meet some great people and, and do great work there. And, uh, some big incidents that we had around the airport, including the, the Halloween flood and some, um, other big incidents that happened, but, um, yeah, I, I'm blessed to, to do what I love. And I've always really enjoyed creating videos, shooting, uh, with, you know, the video camera and, and then editing and, and putting a, a story together and being a storyteller. So, um, that's what I've done since 2017 and I really enjoy it. I'm making a variety of different videos for the airport, uh, manage our YouTube page, uh, but, you know, we do training videos and marketing videos and internal communications and, and really anything that we, you know, a lot of fun stuff. The, the guest services really does an amazing job during the holidays and special occasions. And we try to capture that and capture the essence of what AUS is all about. And so it's um, like I said, I, I never thought I would work at an airport, never thought I would you know, enjoy my work as much as I do. And, and I'm just really blessed to, to be able to do it say that. You know, Jason is a bit of a splendid talent and he's on the wrong team. Just so everybody, can I just say that out loud? Jason is on the wrong, he's on the wrong team in the airport. He's supposed to be now my number six. And uh, I don't know why he keeps turning me down. I don't, I don't understand it, Bryce. I don't get it. It's not me. You know, I love you. It's so. a sad, sad state of affairs, Jason. <laughs> But that is one of that is one of your very strong points, Jason. Aside from the fact that you're making training videos, not for me, but uh, but you know, training. Video. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, is that you know you get along with just about everyone, right? Like you have um, you have a demeanor and a personality that is very well suited for getting the best out of everyone, especially on camera, because it's hard to get people on camera. It's hard to get people to say what they want to say, right? Like. But yeah, I mean, I know what you mean. I mean, I was a former reporter and it is sometimes like tricky to get people to just open up and speak about things. And I mean, I think you're absolutely right. Like you, Jason's got that skill. I mean, just through his personality. I mean, you can just you can just hear when he's talking. I mean, you're a friendly guy. Um, and I think that's so important with your job because you've got to get in there. And I mean, I'm sure not every video is fun. 20th anniversary parade celebrations and airline launches and things like that. I mean, some of those videos like are a little bit more detailed and specific and safety oriented and things like that. And still be able to get those products out there for folks is, is a big deal. I think that you're really a credit to get that information to the hundreds of people who work here at the airport. Well, thanks. That's awfully kind of you guys to, to say such great things. I, I you know, yeah, I, I just try to be myself and, and that's, I think uh, goes a long way. Um, and I, I enjoy people and interacting with people. We have such a great workforce at the airport. Um, 
not just aviation department employees, but all the different agencies that work at the airport. And so I just value that uh, working relationship with folks and I, I try to get to know them and, um, you know, shoot, we spend so much time at work with, um, you know, away from family, away from our home, that that really does become your second family. And so I, I value that and I value relationships um, with my coworkers and, and, and I, and, and really like, I want to have fun at work. Right. I think we all do. Um, so to be able to, to enjoy what you're doing, to, to have great people alongside you doing that work with you, it just, you know, it's, it makes it easy. It makes it fun and enjoyable. And, and so, uh, that's, that's what I, you know, try to just be myself and bring, bring to the table. And, uh, I joke sometimes that I'm just there for entertainment purposes. So that, <laughs> that may be the case too. I don't know. You might just be Jason. You might just be the entertainment value, but we love you. Yeah. you your yeah. entertainment and and talent. How about them apples? Wow, pressure. So uh, I just looked up Montego Bay because I'm pretty sure it was a song. I put it in the chat, guys. Oh, it, it's it is. a song. Here's the beauty of it from the 1970s. Wow. <laughs> I I urge you both to listen to it and get excited because clearly <laughs> it's in my memory. Well, I'm excited. I mean, it's a, it's we've got a great rap coming up. And I actually just on Twitter saw a second ago, we have some breaking news, which by the time everyone hears this won't be breaking news, but it's breaking news for the podcast right now. Um, but uh, the city of Austin just tweeted out that city council has approved a contract to expand the Barbara Jordan terminal. Um, so we are going to be building three new gates in the terminal. Uh, that's going to get underway sometime in the near future. But that is exciting. Uh, again, we've we have punted on talking about airport expansion stuff throughout the entire length of this podcast. Yep. Um, we there will be a subject matter expert to come in on and speak at some point in the near future. But these pieces are moving. We opened that new security checkpoint um, right before Christmas. We've got opened up that consolidated maintenance facility that mm-hmm. uh, is incredible. We haven't really t- talked a ton about that in the past, but that's. A, that's an amazing place. I had a chance to get over there a couple times recently for the first time and kind of like walk around. Um, we, we did that. And now we've got these three new gates coming inside the terminal. Um, and from what I understand, I think they're going to be down on the far West end. So down by the gates, like 34 or so. So we'll add them there. in some of that space where there's really right now, I guess some big glass and things. So it'll be an opportunity to get some more gates in on that end. I know we've already expanded the apron down there. So get more things in. Cause we've, we know we can fill those gates and fill those flights. Amazing, amazing news! Uh, once they're up and running, it's really gonna it's really gonna help with all these uh, all these new routes that we've got going on. This is this is awesome. Breaking news right here! You heard it right here. Breaking news <laughs> in the moment. Two weeks from now, I love it. <laughs> so that's what you guys are doing on your one year anniversary. You're like breaking news now on podcasts. I like it. Yes, fancy. <laughs> Just- waiting like a whole year to do it but i'm waiting for um, my invitation to an anniversary dinner or a teddy bear or something i don't know oh wow there you go <laughs> no, bryce no pressure bryce <laughs> no. and we've got a little bit of other news too um one thing that's going to be interesting and hopefully the press release will be out by the time i'm writing the press release while i'm producing this podcast the, pro- the press release should be out by the time this podcast goes out um but we got our year-end stats for the airport as far as how many passengers we saw last year um, which well, is super cool. That's talent that you can write a news release and do a podcast at the same time. That oh, is no, not talent. at the same time, but <laughs> I, I can barely walk and chew gum at the same time. But <laughs> that's not true. Let me be really clear. Bryce is the man behind the magic. I think I've said it before, but in case I haven't, I'm going to say it. He does everything. I just show up and talk. I didn't even have my own microphone. He gave me his snowball microphone, right? <laughs> This guy, he he like he he edits, he he does all the time, and he gets on the schedule. He does all of this stuff. I just show up. So you, I mean, it's, you it's book like, all of our talent, Michelle. You again, the, the the two people who are on this show who aren't me right now are some of the most personable people <laughs> in the entire Department of Aviation. So like your your ability, Michelle, to like convince people who would just tell me no, I'm not going on your podcast. Um, <laughs> you bring people in. Um, I don't know whether that's through threats or charm, but you you have gotten people who we never would have gotten on this show on it before, and that is a, that that is a skill that I just flat out do not have. Well, a good team, yes. Jason. Since you're so personable, you can take me out for dinner instead. How about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. As long as there's food involved, I'm game. <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, year-end stats. And obviously, I mean, heading into 2021, we knew they were going to be down. I mean, our busiest mm-hmm. year ever is still uh, 2019. We saw over 17 million passengers come through. But we saw a turnaround last year. Uh, uh, I mean, really kind of kicked off during the summer. Um, I mean, we all kind of saw it. I mean, you all know, like summer picked up and then we ended up having our uh, a really strong October, uh, as Mookie said on a previous episode. That was our busiest retail month ever. Yeah. Wow. Still crazy to think about. Uh, and then we had our busiest November ever um, with Thanksgiving and everything else. So our final numbers for 2021, again, still down. And just to put it in perspective, we were 17 million in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020, we were 6.4 million. Um, so that's how far we really dropped off during the pandemic. But in 2021, we were 13,570,771. Wow. That's a lot of sevens. Yeah. Isn't that a lucky it number? Is. Hello. <laughs> so, I mean, we, I mean, we rebounded to a point it's, it's, I mean, it's still down, but I mean, we doubled what we were in 2020. Um, and then kind of really came back in strong at the end of the year. Our November and December were our busiest November and Decembers ever, uh, which and is January wild to think I, about. You know, we're, we're doing okay for January as well. So, I mean, we have high hopes for the next, uh, for, for 2022. Yeah. And I think it's worth mentioning that's where those three extra gates are going to come in handy. You know, we already have the need and uh, the existing gates are full and, it was pre-COVID and it's starting to rebound so quickly. And I think that's what's really amazing is, um, you know, uh, all the smart people behind the scenes that were number crunching and doing projections on uh, what we may have for passenger traffic. And and really, you know, the whole industry, the airline industry, thinking that it's going to take at least a, a handful of years to rebound after COVID. And here in, you know, in Austin, that just really... Yeah, it kind of just blew everybody's minds uh, that everybody started traveling again during the summer. And so we need those three gates already. So uh, yeah. hopefully it doesn't take too long for, for all of the, uh, the great people to, uh, to build three more gates on, on the Barbara Jordan terminal. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we appreciate council support on getting that done quick. Cause like you said, we are growing in a way that um, is, I know I looked at some of our models we've talked about with our recovery plan and what our recovery kind of profile looks like. And there was a couple different, well, if we do this and this, maybe we'll be back to 2019 by like 2026, if it's really bad. And maybe 2025, if it's this. And uh, I think our most optimistic one was 2023. Um, And I mean, I think you can say with a fairly high level of confidence, we're definitely going to meet that, if not exceed that. I think, I mean, 2022, just if coming off of what we just saw with November, December is really shaping up to be, a good year, especially with the new transatlantic stuff that we got coming between with KLM and Virgin Atlantic. I mean, we've got some really great things going on. So it's going to be an exciting year for passengers. Um, and I think that's going to be something really cool to look forward to here with aviation in Central Texas. Yeah, it's really bounced back a lot quicker than, than everybody thought. And, you know, we got our festivals coming up, which is going to be really nice. I know March is always a really busy month. And then we'll jump right back into the busy summer travel season again. So never stops. We get two month. We had two month break. Yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing. Now, how is it? I just, I mean, cause you've been here longer than both of us combined, I would say overall between PIO and this, I mean, sure. it, it definitely ha- has an impact. I mean, seeing all that stuff I and mean, what, what is just kind of your thoughts on like, I mean, we all know like 2020 was a bad year and everything, but it, 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 just getting your perspective from so, someone who's been here a little longer, um, like how, how has the, how has the pandemic been for you as far as looking at the airport? I mean, I definitely hits everyone kind of differently. Sure. Well, I started at 2008 and, um, you know, we were experiencing a lot of growth, uh, just beginning of that year. And, uh, when I came on board, we were very close in passenger traffic with San Antonio. And then, um, you know, the economy kind of dipped and, we saw a lot of uh, airlines retreating into their hubs and uh, not offering quite as many nonstops. And so there was a, a small dip there during the recession. Uh, and Austin bounced back a lot quicker than a lot of other markets did during that time, again, because we're such a hot spot here. And people want to come here and, and live here and, and visit here. Um, and then, yeah, just really started growing so rapidly um, in the early, you know, 
2011, 2012. And like you said, just booming all the way until COVID. So, um, you know, from my perspective, Bryce, it was really, really weird because we're used to that terminal hopping. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, in March and April of 2020, when I went into the office and was asked to capture what the terminal looks like, um, and you saw very few people and, I think that was really even before masks were, you know, wasn't mandated. I think it was uh, optional. So you would see some people with masks and some people taking extra precautions, but it was, it was eerie. It was, uh, it was like, okay, like this is, this is real. This is something that you can see and put your finger on and, and see the impact that it's having, um, to the airport, but also just, you know, our society as a whole. So, um, you know, so it, it was really weird capturing that. And then, you know, later on in 2020, capturing people wearing masks and gloves and, you know, uh, then all of a sudden it seemed like you were in a different country in a different world and in a different time. Um, you know, I have to, re- I have an 11 year old daughter and I, and I tell her, listen, we're living through historical an historical event. Like this is not normal. This is very, very unique. This is not something that happens all the time. And so I, I think, you know, it's good for us to, to take that in and process that, that, that we're living through a, a challenging, unique time, but also just recognize that, Hey, you know, like this is still our time and, and we need to make the most of it and, and be happy and do it as much as we can. So I've just been, you know, thrilled to see it bounce back so quickly, um, to see all of my you know, coworkers, all of our colleagues, uh, be able to maintain their job and, and they're stressed out and because of their families and, and making sure that they stay well and, um, you know, working long shifts and hours to, um, you know, to, to cover for all this increase in passenger traffic. So I I think it's really brought a lot of us at the airport together in a lot of ways, which is just really neat. Um, I think anytime we have any kind of event, whether it's a flood or weather related or anything, uh, the, the snow, snow vid last year, we're, we're already uh, speaking of anniversaries. Oh, don't like, even say it. Right. <laughs> it's the one year anniversary of uh, a week worth of snow and ice, which is, you know, so rare around here, but uh, to see all of us come together, that's just what I love about working at AUS is, is we have such great people and we all care about each other and, and we come together in, in times of need. So that's really, you know, biggest takeaway for me is just seeing all of us come together and, and working that way. I mean, to have silence there, that was really profound. That was, that was, that was really, I was, that was a really great, great answer. It wasn't um, like, yeah, that, that, I mean, it's been interesting to see all of that um, and just kind of those changes. Well, the fact that it hasn't changed, right. That's, that's something that's consistent about, the the AUS community is that the players might change, but the spirit's the same. And in time of crisis, in time of need, in time of you know high risk, or even at you know personal losses to to staff in terms of you know floods and all of those sort of things, having to sacrifice family time is that uh, you know we, we are second family to one another. And it seems like through your experience, Jason, that's something that hasn't changed is that spirit of you know, roll your sleeves up, support one another, get through this together, sacrifice together. And, uh, and that's, that's some, that's one of those things that can't be bottled, right? Like it comes out, it comes out of somewhere and it's very special. It's why people stay. Exactly. Yeah. And like, like I mentioned previously, I mean, we do spend so much time away from our, our homes and, and our families that, you know, we're spending 40 plus hours a week with, uh, with people that we work with and, all for a common goal. And, and, uh, it's just really neat. And, and that, that's why I think it's so important to, to care and love on one another because it is family, you know, and we do such a, like you said, at AUS, I, I can't put my finger on, on, on why it is. Um, but, but it's just great people. And, and we all, you know, rally around each other and, and have hearts and, and care about the common goal. Yeah. The thing that jumps out in my head is kind of like that one weird example. And it always just kind of sticks with me is, like Thanksgiving every year, Christmas every year, we know it's going to be a madhouse. And like those emails go out and they're like, Hey, everybody just show up. Um, yeah. Like we, we just like, just, just come put on a vest and like help direct traffic, help guide passengers. And you'll be out there and you'll be standing there with 
someone from HR and someone from finance and our executive team. And everyone's just like, oh, you're looking for gate this. We'll take, and I mean, it'll be five in the morning and just everybody's doing their thing and coming in and like really kind of just bonding over that. And that's always kind of thing that sticks with me when it's just like, that's, that's cool. And that's, that's a, that's a climate. That's like something that really like, I don't know. That's, it's fantastic. Oh, were you about to say a story? Cause I was about to give a story. No, no I, just real quickly. I was just going to say, I think that's so important too. Um, for, for an airport, you know, we're the gateway of central Texas and Austin. And so for us to be able to put that touch and that, you know, cliche of howdy, welcome y'all, but it is, it's like, Hey, we do care. We, we, you know, we're, we're different in Texas and we're welcoming all of our guests and we want to make sure that they have the information that they need. And and we try to make their, their trip to the airport as smooth as possible. So I'm in the middle of uh, I'm in the middle of a um, uh, leading off on a, a supervisory academy for for the department, right? And uh, I'm hearing all these stories. This is why I love doing this stuff because I hear all these stories from people that I wouldn't ordinarily get to talk to, and um, and 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 so I heard this and I said, "Ooh, didn't didn't know that had happened." But uh, you know, when we talk about when we talk about like the nature of the staff that we have here, you know, we have staff working all through the night, you know, on their shift work. But I had heard a story that uh, one of our duty managers over um, terminal operations, his name is Dion, Mm. that Dion was in the terminal and there were folks who were, uh, had come in on a very late flight and there was, there was nothing open for them. There was nowhere for them to go to eat. They were hungry, they were tired and they had a very, very early next morning flight. And Dion went to Whataburger and got them food (laughs) and brought it back for them. And like that was out of pocket and something that he really did not need to do. Right. So he went and he bought them some food because there were no options and said, you know, tuck in and, 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 and happy onward flight. Like you cannot buy that, you know, like that is something super special. And if it wasn't Dion and it was someone else, and it was someone else. Like, I hope I got the right name there. I, I think it was Dion. But um, it, either way, it's really heartwarming to know that that's what our staff are doing. Uh, anyway, it's time for us to take a quick break. And here's the, here's what I love about this break in particular. Uh, um, <laughs> not only are you going to hear Jason's voice again, but when we come I'm back. I'm sorry. Gonna, it's okay. It's, it's a beautiful voice. We're going to have a very, very special guest. Um on our on our podcast this episode incredibly special guest and the most i get special, to make right? huh? the most, he's the most special guest maybe he's that the you've... most special guest ever i yeah. think and yeah. um and yes and i for a change get to make an announcement because bryce gets to make all the announcements and i'm going to take this one I, I love it i can't wait for the news <laughs> <laughs> more breaking news more breaking news so yeah let's take that quick break and we will be right back Want to stay connected with the Austin Approach? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. You can also find us online on Facebook and Twitter at Austin Airport, on Instagram at AUS Airport, and on our website at austintexas.gov airport. Got a question or topic you'd like to hear on a future episode? Email us at the Austin Approach at austintexas.gov. Welcome back, everybody. So right before we took the break, I had said that I'm going to get the opportunity to give out an announcement for a change because Bryce always has all the, the latest news. So uh, for, for a change, since this is a special episode, I'm going to make an announcement and it's going to go on the form. I'm going to read. I'm going to read to you guys. OK, so here's what I'm going to read. And this is directly off of LinkedIn. So um, so it's public record, everybody. <laughs> public record. It says... Excited to announce that next month I'll be packing my bags and heading east to join the media relations team in the office of the Secretary of the Army at the Pentagon. It is definitely bittersweet. I absolutely adore the aviation industry more than any other career field I've ever worked in, and Central Texas has been my home for the better part of the past decade. But coming out of the pandemic and with some of the resulting changes, the timing was right to make a clean break and reconnect with another organization that I truly care about and just in time for cherry blossom season with love, Bryce Doobie. It is true. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> the biggest of all breaking news. The rumors Bryce, are true. Not only is this our one year anniversary, but this is also our last podcast together, my dear. Ah, uh, so sad. Yes. So yeah, what what you said was true. Um, yes. Talk to me. Oh my goodness. Listen to this. This just sounds so really right. Can I just say it again? I'm going to join the media relations team in the office of the Secretary of the Army at the Pentagon. Boom! <laughs> it, it's a, it is a jump. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Huge Tell us all about it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's kind of a couple different things to it. And I, and I kind of alluded to in the second half of that whole thing. Um, and it's something you've, you've talked about before, Michelle, that we've really kind of seen throughout everywhere with the, the great resignation going on and all of those things. Um, not to get too into my personal life, but I mean, uh, I mean, I'll be totally candid. I did, we, we've never really mentioned, but I did get divorced last year, um, which is, I mean, and it's a very amicable, everything, everything is extremely copacetic on it. So it's not, it's nothing that's, I mean, it's bittersweet and it's always unfortunate and sad from that sense. But um, it gave me an opportunity to maybe make some changes and reevaluate some things and, and work burnout coming through COVID and stuff was absolutely real. And I was like, and I saw some opportunities out there and knew getting back into federal service was something that I'd been playing around with in my head for a couple different reasons, um, including uh, having military time already, being able to use that towards the pension and things and saw that come up and just like, well, I'll apply, do an interview. Interview went great. And it's just kind of, it's been working its way through the process the past couple months actually um and yeah at the end of february i will be in washington dc yay technically i'll be in northern virginia i know there'll maybe be a dc listener out there like the pentagon's in virginia but yes the freaking pentagon oh my gosh just let that soak in for a second i know it has not hit me pentagon i'm gonna have to visit and to be fair, it's like the largest office building in the world. So a lot of people do work there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Jason, if we were in person, I'd be asking you to take that dagger right out of my heart, you know, but know. I'm not going to be dramatic. <laughs> well, I think no we all know, here. you know, I, I think I think you and I, Michelle, and all of our colleagues know how invaluable Bryce is and and, and priceless. And so it is. It's it's um you know, we're happy for you, Bryce, but also, you know, it's bittersweet for us uh, at AUS. Now, remind us, how long have you been at AUS? Um, almost. I started in, and I always get the month wrong. I always say August, and it was actually July of 2018. Okay. So I came up, so it's been almost four years. And I would just like to say, personally, it's been cool to get to know you, but also to see your growth. Um. I know you were kind of thrown in the fire from the very get go uh, <laughs> with with uh, some major incidents that happened around the holidays and you were by yourself. But just to see you grow professionally and personally has been um, quite a treat. And and to um, to listen to you on the podcast and to see you do TV interviews and everything. It's just uh, really cool to to see somebody who who came in just a handful of years ago and, and is growing and now going to the Pentagon for, for, I mean, good grief. You say it's the biggest building in the world. Yeah. But not everybody gets in there. <laughs> they might stop me at the door, but if I say, Hey man, I know Bryce. <laughs> I, I think they'll still stop you. <laughs> be like, Wait, the media relations guy with the secretary of the army. Sure. Come right. on in. Yeah. And it's, and it's part of a team. So it's not, it's, it's not just me. I'm, I'm thrilled to be joining that team. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, I mean, I think, that's something, Jason, uh, it was such an interesting time when I joined. It's been crazy watching, seeing the team develop and grow and change over the years. But it was very quickly, I'm not going to be mean and say thrown to the wolves, but <laughs> it was. It, I feel like my that first, when, by the time, that first holiday travel season was an adventure. Um, cause we had folks go out of town because you get a couple of months to get onboarded and things and all of that. And then the other two PIOs go out of town for a conference and we have breaking news about one thing or another. And then I'm having to like work with like an announcement for spirit airlines coming in and then something else happens. And then the day after Christmas, there was a plane making an emergency landing and I'm ended up on like the today show. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was like a while that very first like six months. I'm like, Oh, this is a serious job. Yeah. And you, right? know, and you know, as a PIO, I mean, I've never, and that was one of the things, even when I was talking with like 
um, with this interview and things. I was like, yeah, I like, I can, I know at this point in my life, I can handle crisis communications exactly. uh, confidently because there is nothing like an airport. I mean, you know, as well as anybody, the smallest thing can happen. And all of a sudden CNN's calling your cell phone. <laughs> yep. You learn how to juggle really quickly, right? Yes. <laughs> well, like I said, it's been cool seeing your professional growth and, um, you know, I, I think, I think you're prepared for this. And so just really, really happy for you. Yeah. I did more, I think TV interviews in my first, like in the, the like the, the, like the week before like Thanksgiving than I had done in my entire professional career up to that point. And I've been in PR now for almost 20 years. Um, but like the airport, it was like learned it. That was, that was the skill. I know I definitely didn't have in my toolbox until I came here. So I know, Bryce, you're, you're, he's never off the news, this guy. Right. Like the 6 a.m. news as well. Like Bryce doesn't sleep. The man who doesn't sleep, he puts on his PIO cape and gets in front of a camera. <laughs> I will say it wasn't until this holiday travel season that someone actually like recognized me. It was so funny. I was helping a passenger right around Thanksgiving. They're like, oh, you're the person on the news. And that had never happened in those almost four years until then. I was like, okay. Now it's like, now it's weird. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So what are you going to miss most about yeah. us, Bryce? Come on. What are you going to miss most about AUS? Other than Michelle. Say the airplanes. Well, it's not going to be me because like the guy loves airplanes. Come on now. Well, I mean, podcast is easily top three. Like I, I love doing this. It's been great working with you, Michelle, and getting guests on over this whole time. Um, like that, that's, that's been really, really cool. And getting to tell, tell that story of all the kind of behind the scenes stuff that happens here. I mean, I feel like a bunch of the people we've had on are people who I never even had met before. Um, and being able to like really kind of tell that story. Um, I, I definitely, and which is why I kind of took this new job. I'm, I am going to miss working with the local media. Um, I think, I mean, you know, Jason, as well as I do, like the, the local the local media here in Austin are awesome to work with. Yeah. Um, even if it's bad news stuff and things like that. Like, I think we have built some great relationships with our TV stations, with the Statesman, with our radio folks. Um, I think that's, that's the piece I'll probably miss the most is some of those personalities and being able to like, I mean, some of them, they'll shoot you a text on a, Hey, I got a quick question. I know it's Saturday. Sorry to bother you. It's like, Oh no, it's cool. Like I it's like, I never, you can't ever not answer the phone on those folks because we've just built that out. And I think that's, that might be the thing I'm going to miss the most is probably working with those local media folks. Um, excited to see what the, the defense news world is going to be like inside the beltway, but <laughs> um, hopefully I can get some similar relationships. Although I don't, I don't know if it'll be as um, cordial at times, but I, I do know some of the reporters up there already. I am looking forward to that. So hopefully I can recreate some of that, but I think that that'll be a big, big thing. Um, that I, I think I will definitely miss as well as this is going to sound, well, not weird. Cause I think we've mentioned it a couple times. Um, taking that terminal walk. That was yeah. when I first started, I, th- I want to say like my first week or two, uh, our former colleague, Derek, um, we, we, he took me on like the tour of the terminal and he was like, Hey, in the be- it was the best advice I got when I was at the airport uh, period. He was like, Hey, you don't have to do it every day, but couple times a week at least just get in the terminal and just go end to end gate one to gate well i don't think we were at gate 34 yet we had made some change but he's like just walk the terminal um and you'll see i mean you see people you'll see our ceo out there doing it you see folks from all sorts of things doing that i mean you get your steps in but you also see the experience and see what travelers are looking for all those types of things i am gonna i'm definitely gonna miss just walking the terminal and kind of i mean it's the best people watching in the world especially because you don't have a plane to catch. Yeah. I know in the past you guys have described it as it's, it's kind of like its own little city out there and it is. And I, I kind of feel like, um, I left briefly for, for seven months, uh, in 2017 and it is, it's like, you're not only losing, you're not losing, you're, you're, you're leaving your family, but it's also like you're leaving a town that you've lived in a city that you've lived in. And it's, it's just the airport alone, the campus and everything. I know it'll be strange, right? If you leave, okay, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. It'll be strange when you leave Bryce to come back, but be a guest, a a visitor in the airport versus being able to just, you know, 
backdoor it in, use your card, swipe in, you know, it, it is, it's going to be real. It's because you, you start really taking it for granted, right? That you can just come on into the terminal because that's what you do every day. I have to pay for parking. <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, well, not speaking of that, but what are you going to miss about Austin? Oh gosh, that is, that's a long list. And I've been like building out this weird little like bucket list of things I want to do before I leave. Um, I think it's, I mean, the, 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 the food scene, I think it's probably going to be one of the biggest ones. I started realizing like, oh man, not, and not just like the big Texas ones, like, like Whataburger and things like that, but there's a lot of those little restaurants. I'm like, oh, well, the last time I ate there I, it was the last time I ate there, uh, type things at this point. Cause it is such a big move across country. And I'm heading to, I mean, I lived in Northern Virginia before I know what I'm getting into with some of the stuff, stuff up there, but, um, I think be, just being able to like head out down south of Austin, down to like, uh, not to start name dropping things, but like Jester King Brewery and getting down there and just getting a pizza and hanging out and watching the sunset, stuff like that. Getting out into the hill country. Um, I took a trip to Fredericksburg back around Veterans Day last year. And man, like get, the hill country is a great, I mean, unfortunately I'll be close to the Blue Ridge Mountains. So just being able to take a drive and do some of that stuff, I think is going to be big. Um, Draft house, uh, a lot of, I mean, just Austin in general has, has so many cool things to explore. I'm excited to really kind of come back as a tourist, knowing that I can get into some of that um, in the future. Um, and then of, of course the barbecue. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> there is no, there is not going to be any Texas barbecue um, in Alexandria, Virginia, at least that I'm aware of. So <laughs> you never know. Uh, now what about the Mexican food? Cause I speak from experience my sister moved to Mississippi for a while and she fell in love with their Mexican food. But I told her, no, listen, this is, this is definitely not Mexican food. I, I jokingly called it instead of Tex-Mex, I called it Miss Mex for Mississippi, but <laughs> yeah, you guys will have a different type of Mexican food up there. Yeah. It's going to, that's going to be interesting too. I think that the, the Tex-Mex thing will be a huge, I mean, I just ordered some the other night and just got a big thing of queso. And I was like, man, this is <laughs> like, this isn't going to happen. I mean, it, it's, it's around in other places, but it's, it's not going to be the same. Um, and that's, I mean, and that's part of moving in life. I've, I think we've, we've talked a million times on the show. I have between the army and just life, I have traveled all over this country at this point. So it's, it's a new adventure. It'll be great in that sense, but it definitely, there will be those little things that make Austin special that I won't be able to recreate. Um, and that, and that is bittersweet. And, and a perfect segue is, is you said that, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be the same. And I think I, Michelle can definitely vouch for me here. AUS is not going to be the same without you. You know, you are a family member. And so that's, uh, that's always what's, what's tough. We've had a lot of retirement and we've had, um, folks, you know, taking other opportunities and that happens in any job. Right. But, uh, it is when, when a family member leaves and even when it's for, for better uh, places and, and, uh, you know, different, uh, career advancements and, and such, uh, it's still bittersweet. So we're going to miss you. Nobody said it was going to be better. All right. Just different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody said that you, the grass is always greener, Bryce. That's all I'm saying, man. But no, you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I think, I mean, there's so many ways in which you represent this airport, Bryce, you know, just every, every, every week we get those emails from you that saying, here's what's been happening. I mean, you've had your finger on the pulse, um, of what's been happening in this airport. You're going to, it's going to be, it's, you're going to absolutely leave a void of knowledge and talent and passion. Here's the thing. You can't, it, you can't, this is what, like I said, I, I used this description earlier. You can't bottle someone's passion like that, right? Like Bryce, you love the airport, you love aviation and it, it shows in your dedication and your commitment to your work. And it shows the fact that you are responsive and you do take care of what you have to do. And you do come in early and you take those interviews and you do all of those things. And it can be a late night, early morning, loveless, um, loveless job. Yeah. And you have the audacity to bake cookies as well. I mean, come on. <laughs> what? Who is this guy? <laughs> he bakes. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Um, but I do have like three really important questions for you, Bryce. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. First question. Would you rather be a giant hamster or a tiny rhino? <laughs> and why? <laughs> and why? Oh, giant hamster. No question. I mean, giant, giant compared to a regular hamster or a giant hamster? 
Well, like a giant, a What's giant hamster. Like I mean, a giant, a giant hamster could be like the size of like a Labrador retriever. <laughs> but if we're talking I mean, 30 foot tall smashing buildings, hamster. Absolutely. I am all for being hamster kaiju. You would be, you would be the, the, the hamster that smashes everything up. The Godzilla of hamsters. Absolutely. Wow. I, mean, I like it. Yeah, okay. The people in the podcast can't see, but right behind me on the wall is a giant Godzilla poster. I am all about the giant monsters. That's true. All right. Question number two. Would you rather never shower again or <laughs> learn the secrets of the universe? Think <laughs> about this. Question. Never shower again. I, who doesn't like a good shower? I have another. I have another quick, easy one on that one. So another little random Bryce fact is I absolutely adore just a hot shower. It is how I start. It's like over over. Ca- I don't drink coffee anymore. I just take a <laughs> nice hot. That, that is the, that is my biggest thing. That was even when I was like deployed to like Iraq and Afghanistan. Like those were the thi- that was the thing to like get me going and move me through anything. If if I can't focus something, just go ju- like, yeah, I, I, the universe's mysteries can remain out there. Like yeah. got to have, they're safe. Got to have that pipe and hot shower. You're seriously. Yeah. Not even, not even a doubt wow. in my mind. Not even, a, not even close. I mean, I would, I would have to sit on that one for a minute or two, like the secrets of the universe. But again, you're right. Never sharn. Like, that's tough. Maybe okay. You ready? Take a Third. bath every day. Huh? Can't you take a bath and just soak every day? Mm, that's not for me. See, you, I, I don't know. There's ways around this. Okay, ready? The the last one, and this is the, the most important one. Would you rather fly on a magic carpet or own an invisibility cloak? Where do you get these questions, by the way? I've been thinking about these for the last year. I've been dying to know. I've finally got Bryce I, in a position where he'll answer. <laughs> I think I would have to go invisibility cloak because I am going to admit an absolutely terrible secret on this podcast Uh-oh, right now. Go for it. Wow. My name is Bryce Doobie. I work for Austin Berkshire International Airport and I have a serious fear of flying. Shut your face. Are you serious? <laughs> 100 percent oh my gosh no way you hit no, that, that really well there. yes yep. and there's um, no and there's like there's no seatbelts on a flying carpet man yeah, yeah that seems like um for, <laughs> i mean not to not to get a little blue here but that's my personal health like that is yeah, yeah. likewise buddy fear heights yeah like fear oh open air heights on cloth no <laughs> Gives me chills just thinking like, about it. Yeah, I could. I'll just keep the carpet in, or the the cloak in the closet um, <laughs> over over having to get on that carpet. <laughs> well, guys, I, I, let me tell you this. Okay, you heard it here. If nothing else, Bryce is an invisible giant hamster that does not know the answers to any of the questions of the universe, but he's clean. Yes, <laughs> clean giant hamster. Clean giant invisible hamster. I love it. Thanks, Bryce. Well, and you also got to the reason why he's leaving. He's scared of heights. So yeah. <laughs> that's the real reason why he's going to the Pentagon. Oh my goodness. I love but it. I do. I do genuinely love aviation and that's going to be kind of a weird thing um, to stop caring about. I don't know if that's going to turn me into wow. a plane spotter. Um, like we've like interviewed some folks before on those types of things. Um, and I know I'll definitely, I mean, I do love to travel. So it's not like I don't get on airplanes and I'm very excited that, I will have three different travel to options to get back to Austin um, between BWI, Dulles, and Reagan. So I can really be like, okay, who's cheapest this weekend? I'm heading back in town. Michelle's the room on your couch. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bryce, I am going to miss you. I have had a lot of fun on this podcast with you, um, developing it, get, going through the stresses, trying to get the schedules. And, and also the funs and laughs. And I'll tell you, um, you know, you don't get to be your co-host without knowing that you've been going through some stuff this year and, and all of that. And, you know, you've just been sparky and enlightening and you never let it, um, you never let anything get in your way of doing a, an awesome job and, and certainly being here for me as well. And just, you know, that 
the chats that we would have, I'm going to, I am so going to miss them. I'm going to miss you, not just because of everything that you do for the airport, but because, you know, I regard you as a, a coworker and a friend. And so, yeah, I'm going to be here on my own for the next podcast, talking to the cat out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I do know for listeners, this is, this is not the end of the Austin approach. No, uh, as far not. as as far as I know, um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm out the door next week. After I might hit publish on this podcast, the next day is my last day. Um, but I know there are already plans in the works to figure some things out. We don't have any official announcements on anything going on right now. Um, but the, the Austin approach will continue. We'll just call it, I guess, season two. Um, and you can't. You got to get. You just got to swap swap out some cast members every now and then. I mean, that, it, it happens on TV all the time. <laughs> I'm next, man. I'm next. <laughs> we need we need Austin approach 2.0, right? The millennials. <laughs> and Jason, thank you for joining us today. I know we needed just someone else to be, I guess, me be the weird guest and things, but also kind of pulling back the curtain on the, the voice that everyone hears every episode. So thank you so much for coming on. No, like I said, I'm, I'm a huge fan of you guys and the podcast and a uh, huge fan of you both as just people individually and coworkers. And uh, so it, it's a pleasure and honor to uh, play any kind of role in, in what you guys have been doing here with the podcast. And so again, congratulations on your one year anniversary, both of you and congrats Bryce on the, the next chapter of your life. We're, uh, we're excited to, to see what's coming and, and please of course, keep in touch with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you wouldn't mind, like, you know, can you link in with me or something? It's like, you just leave me cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's winter time. There's, there's, (laughs) I use humor to hide my deep sorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Likewise. Yeah. Well, I guess for the very last time, uh, thank you so much for joining us, everybody out there and for listening. Um, It really has meant a lot over the past year or so. Awesome. Thank you. Really appreciate it. And I'm your co-host, Bryce Duby. And I am your co-host, Michelle Lai. Thanks, everybody. And until next time. The Austin Approach is the official podcast of Austin Bergstrom International Airport and the City of Austin's Department of Aviation. Our theme music is produced by Michael Pinnock, the AUS Music Program Coordinator. Thanks for listening.